Welcome to the Theological Family Ministry Podcast, a podcast for parents as well as children and youth ministry leaders. We are dedicated to showing how theological study and biblical application relate to the discipleship of children and youth. As always, we're hosted by Pastor Ben Palaz, the pastor of Family and Children's Discipleship at Curtis Baptist Church in Augusta, Georgia, and Tony Trussoni, the family and student pastor at Faith Family Church in Finksburg, Maryland. Ben, uh, this podcast, uh, as you know, will be posted not long before Thanksgiving. We're recording it a little bit beforehand. Uh, and rather than, you know, just chit-chatting, we talked a little bit about sports, and I'm not very thankful for my sports teams right now. <laughs> uh, you know, I want to ask you right off the bat, Ben, uh, what are your Thanksgiving plans this year? Uh, Lord willing, we are going to be going up to see my in-laws, and I think that there's actually a number of different people from um, my wife's family, they're going to try to get together. So that's good. That's, that hasn't happened in a while. Um, so anyway, that's a answer to prayer, um, for, for many, I think in, in their family, uh, to see some of that pulling together. But anyway, they live right outside Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. So we went up there last year cause they just moved and we got to see the groundhog in his little den at the library and, um, enjoy a little bit of snow. So my kids, you know, missed that from when we lived in Kentucky, but uh, it's nice. a long drive. I'm not really looking forward to the hotel stay on that. I so. believe you. So how about you? Yeah. So we're doing a similar route. We're going to North Carolina, uh, to be with in-laws. Uh, so probably not for the whole week, just for part of it. Uh, spend some time in Virginia, uh, checking out, uh, historic, uh, that, uh, uh, Jamestown. And oh, yeah. uh, so that will be fun. But I'll make sure to get me some. My, one of my favorite things during Thanksgiving time is get me some pie. You know, good pumpkin pie or apple pie. My wife and her mom make the best apple pie and really good pumpkin pie, too. Uh, and then I'll probably uh, do some of the Black Friday shopping, probably just through the Amazon app this year. Uh, you know, to not have to go out, uh, but you got to get some of those deals. I like to say, you know, get some stock up and some movies and gifts for people. So are you like working out hard to get ready for, you know, the stampedes and fights that may come, get you some pepper spray or whatever? I am. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I'll have to watch some American Gladiator episodes to really get myself pumped for it. <laughs> Laser. <laughs> exactly. I used to love that show, man, when I was like now, uh, eight years the, old. Uh, with that all said, uh, you know, we clearly probably have different traditions than we've had growing up. You know, I could not exactly shop on the Amazon app uh, for some deals uh, when I was a child because it didn't exist. Smartphones didn't exist. Phones, cell phones really didn't even exist. Uh, so how was th- what was Thanksgiving like growing up for you, Ben? Well, um, my parents are divorced, so I would go back and forth, um, but it always was a family holiday, and so we would go usually to some grandparents' house and have a, a really big meal, and um, I know one side of the family, they would there was preparation done usually Tuesday or Wednesday, um, and I, I remember, especially as I got older and I could help more, because we would, we'd make this big uh I forget how many gallons it was, but this big tub of ambrosia. And so you have to cut all the oranges and the apples. And I remember getting together and enjoying that. And then obviously we would go and um, get together and, and eat uh, a lot of food. And um, I think sometimes football game would be on, that kind of thing. So pretty low key, but uh, but I, I do – I had fond memories of it. 
Yeah. How about you? For me, uh, we would watch the sports. I was growing up. I was a Dallas Cowboys fan because growing up in the Emmett Smith era. Uh, oh yeah. And uh, I would always watch the Cowboys game on Thanksgiving. I don't really do that anymore. I just don't have as much time for it or as much interest as I used to. Uh, but I remember also a huge peak of the uh, uh, of Thanksgiving. Would I'd always have my and my aunt uh, series uh, deviled eggs. And, uh, which are really good. And, uh, I make now as an adult. Uh, and I also would have, uh, my mom's chocolate eclair, which she'd always make on that, which is funny because until I was an adult, I, I misheard it and I thought it was chocolatey Claire, like not chocolate eclair. And, uh, <laughs> so I'd have the chocolatey Claire, uh, <laughs> for Thanksgiving growing up. Nice. Well, hey, you enjoyed it either way. I so. did, yeah. Whether it's Claire that's filled with chocolate or if it's Eclair, uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh, now, what are uh, I want to ask, uh, with Thanksgiving coming up, what are some things that you were thankful for this year? Um, well, I'm thankful that we, it was a rather extended process trying to uh, get a house. And um, anyway, the Lord provided and... Um, it was an exasperating process at times, but we're getting ready to move into that. So hopefully by Thanksgiving, we'll be in and settled. Um, so I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for um, some different answers to prayer with my kids, things that, that my wife and I saw. that This is something that needs to be worked on. We tried to pray, took some action, and um, action steps in faith, and we've seen some growth in that. Um thankful for different things in the church and, and some growth I see in some relationships, uh, people trying to follow the Lord. And so, um, yeah, I mean, those are some of the things. Uh, how about you? I'm sure God's been at work with you as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I know I'd say one that goes back to more of the beginning of this year. I'm really thankful for, uh, you know, getting this opportunity at Faith Family Church. Uh, so I've been very thankful for that as well as for Christian friends this year. I've really been thankful for, including you, brother. Uh, but even more uh, that, uh, even more of seeing some of these friends at our church really grow into really great friends. Hmm. So. Amen. That's, that's good to hear. Now I want to ask, uh, that, uh, Ben, you know, we don't have a lot of, uh, big, like, uh, we don't have, uh, like a six week time of preparing for Thanksgiving season at our churches. Uh, so is Thanksgiving a Christian holiday, Ben? Well, strictly speaking from the Bible, no, but neither is Christmas. Um, you know, the Bible doesn't command us to, to observe these holidays. Um, I think it's, it's a good practice to have, um, because Christians ought to be marked by thankfulness. I mean, we're told in First Thessalonians to give thanks in all things, all circumstances. Um, and so from that, I think you can you can work your way out and say, yeah, it, it is something that's fitting for Christians to do. Um, but I guess if someone chooses not to observe it and forego the, the wonderful food and, and also just the the time of, of connection with family or friends and things like that, um, you know, they'd be missing out. But yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so from my, I, of course, me being the history nerd, I have to answer a little bit from a historical perspective. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, they, uh, the pilgrims that came from that we kind of celebrated after what or whatever, so on, 
uh, supposedly, uh, the pilgrims had very Christian days of Thanksgiving. So for the pilgrims, uh, celebration of Thanksgiving, it was not just a vaguely thing, but it was a very devout, probably even their most religious holidays, as they weren't big fans of Christmas or Easter as much. But they had these intentional days of Thanksgiving that in some ways substantially influenced uh, the, the day of Thanksgiving we have today. Um, you know, Lincoln was the one who made it a national holiday uh, during the Civil War, uh, but it was Lincoln who started that national holiday was pretty deistic uh, with it, you know, and uh, so it was, you know, affirming more the benevolent God, uh, the vague benevolent God that cares for all of us. Uh, I don't know that he was in any sense that we would call it an evangelical, though he did great things, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. the, I think the philosophical concept of Thanksgiving is fundamentally religious. Uh, so I think in that sense, I don't know how you're really thankful, uh, how, how you give thanks really, if you don't believe that God exists. Uh, but I, I mean, it's fundamentally, I think even, I think Thanksgiving is a weird thing, uh, for those who don't believe in a God. It is in, or, or you have this, Yeah. Uh, it is amusing to watch the stuff that goes on on TV on Thanksgiving Day, and they're asking celebrities who I, I don't know all of their personal beliefs, um, but they're asking them about you know what are you thankful for, and and that implies that you're giving thanks to someone, and exactly. not just have this <laughs> attitude of general thankfulness. I mean, it's just you know kind of silly, but um, I think that's a good point. Mm-hmm. So uh, now, uh, do you think that young people are typically thankful today? And so why or why not? Um, I think some people are wired. It's just easier for them to do that. They, they recognize, oh, someone's done something kind to me. Um, but I don't know that it, it – why well, I do know it does not come um, always so natural. I mean we're wired – to be, or I say we're wired. No, God didn't design us to be this way. It's the effect of sin, but we come out of the womb self-focused. Um, we think that we deserve things. We feel entitled, um, that kind of thing. And so, and, and the culture around us can cultivate that um, a lot. And so, I think it's more natural for kids and, and young people to to not be thankful, but to think that they deserve this or that, and, and then they're upset when they don't get it, which indicates, um, you know, they they feel entitled to it. Uh, what's your what's your take? Yeah, I think you're really spot on that, but I I suspect that it's probably more of a problem today, even than ever, of young people not being very thankful, because the reality is that we have a generation of consumers that are raised by consumers, and Mm -hmm. uh, it's hard to have a thankful attitude in that. Uh, But I think especially, you know, with... Uh, with young people, I want to uh, kind of isolate with youth. I think it's there's a bit of flair of being a teenager uh, that results in being unappreciative, uh, and especially of parents. I think that sometimes teenagers tend to be very unthankful for their parents uh, when they need to be very thankful for them for not wringing their necks. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, seeing those people as a gift from God to care for you, provide for you, teach you, love you. Um, yeah. Now, uh, does the Bible say anything about uh, about giving thanks versus being discontented like some of these teenagers can be? <laughs> uh, 
uh, quite a bit. I mean, I mentioned First Thessalonians earlier, um, but yeah, it tells us to give thanks in all circumstances um, and other places. Um, I'm thinking of Colossians 3, where in Colossians 3, uh, I think it's really just even 16 and 17 or 16 and 18, something like that. Um multiple times just within a few sentences it talks about and be thankful and do this with a thankful heart and sing with thankfulness um and so he's really getting paul's really driving home the point the need for believers to be thankful because we if we realize that all that we have is a gift from god whether physical blessings or spiritual blessings in christ it is because of god's grace and so we are dependent on him um, and, and, you know, thankfulness comes from humility. Um, I remember hearing John Piper preach, um, I think it was the year after the year I graduated from college and I was driving to a job interview or something, listening to, um, on, this was before smartphones. I had a MP3 player. I still don't know what happened to that. I just vanished on a trip one time, but, um, I was listening to this, uh, text Romans 1 where he just put it so helpfully he said proud people don't say thank you and he was highlighting you know what goes on in Romans 1 and the, the flow of thought there and um, people they recognize they, they knew God but they did not thank him as their creator and, and you know give him the credit for the, the ways that he cared for them and so um, yeah scripture has quite a bit to say about that as far as um, it, reflecting what's in our hearts. Yeah, that's good. I want to add to that. Uh, you know, even in the Psalms, uh, some of the places that speak the most about Thanksgiving, uh, I mean, there are whole categories of Psalms called uh, the Thanksgiving Psalms. Uh, and some of the verses, you know, that really come to mind in this called Thanksgiving are, I mean, there's Psalm 100 verse 1, uh, which my kids have memorized uh, through the risers. Uh, Make a joyful noise to <laughs> the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Uh, that's actually 1 and 2. Uh, and then uh, Psalm 150 verse 6. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Uh, so, I mean, everything should be thankful. Uh, and James 1.17 says, Every good and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, from with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Uh, which shows, I mean, why we should be thankful. Uh, so, I mean, Thanksgiving is not a uh, small issue in the Bible, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, but with that said, we've seen that it's in the Bible, but is being thankful a theological issue at all? Well, yes. Um, I mean, if if the Bible takes so much time to address it, it clearly is because I mean, all of life is theological, um, and so you know, again, we get into those heart issues, and our hearts, um, in a way, I guess they rise and fall on our theology, and so. Um, when we recognize, I mean, just going back to, I guess, kind of thinking on those, some of those texts that, that we both mentioned, um, I mean, you're working out from there and, um, I mean, it comes down, I mean, it's it very tied to the gospel and our need for the Lord, um, need for Christ's work in us and for us. Um, and so if we find that we are chronically unthankful, um, and demanding, um, there, there's some serious issues with our heart. I mean, you know, and so it may indicate that someone doesn't even know the Lord um, or that there needs to be some repentance. And so 
um, it's definitely something that that we ought to take note of. Good. Uh, yeah, I think ultimately rec- being thankful recognizes the benevolence and sovereignty of God. And if we're not thankful, we either don't see God as all good or we don't see God as sovereign. Uh, I think is a product of those theological points. Uh, you know, a fundament, I think discontentment uh, as a way of expressing a worldview of believing that there's just chaos in this universe. Uh, so if, you, if you're discontent, I, would that make sense? If you believe that there's no God, if you believe that there's no one supremely in charge, and if you believe chaos theory governs everything, uh, but I think a biblical worldview shows itself in Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good point about the the sovereignty of God and the goodness of God. Now, uh, I want to ask that. Does being thankful mean being happy all the time, putting a big smile on your face? <laughs> I think there's a song about that. Um, <clears throat> no, I, I don't think so. Uh, you talked about the Psalms. Uh, you go to the Psalms, some would say that the biggest category of of psalms, if you were to group them, are songs of lament, uh, of complaint, of of pouring out their going, Lord, how, how long, O oh Lord, um, why is this happening? There, there's one psalm I can't ever remember the reference. I want to, um, I, just, I need to memorize this, but I, mean, I know what it says. But it says, Lord, you have picked me up and thrown me down. And this morning I was reading in Lamentations, and I mean Lamentations is just a devastating book um about suffering and so no it doesn't mean that we just pretend like bad things don't hurt but at the same time it's because even in lamentations it builds to the center where it's it's you know just the guy um the speaker and jerusalem speaking you know it's just awful people are eating their children and it says but the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His, his mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So this is someone in the middle of intense suffering is able to ex- have this attitude of thankfulness and of hope in the Lord. Um, and so th- those two don't happiness and thankfulness don't always have to to be tied together. Yeah, I think I think you've said it very well, and no need to add to that. Uh... Uh, well, what happens if parents and next generation workers don't have an attitude of thanksgiving, of thanking God when we teach? Um, well, it's going to affect those that we're ministering to, that we're caring for. I mean, you talked about the, the generation of parents, consumeristic parents. They're going to raise consumeristic children and probably that are even worse than them. Um and so that next generation is just going to take it further. And so if if we're modeling an attitude of dissatisfaction and complaining rather than um, rather than thankfulness, then that's going to chip away at the truth about God. Um, the other day I was I was reading in Numbers and it talks about you know when Moses is told to speak to the rock and he goes out there and he's like you know you rabble rousers you know you're going to make me do this again and he strikes the rock and the lord says because you didn't show me holy or you um there's a couple translations taken a few different ways i didn't realize that until the other day when i was looking at it um but basically you know he he was not telling the truth about god he was giving false um false ideas about the lord in the way that he acted in front of the whole nation of Israel. 
And, and so, I mean, we run the risk of that, of, of taking, if they have faith, kind of undermining some of that. Um, and, and then if, if they don't have faith, it's drawing them further away. Um, and so it, it's <laughs> going to be, you know, the, the generation to come will be even more sour and, um, and not seeing, like you talked about, the goodness of God and the sovereignty of God, trusting him, um, that he will provide what we need. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you're so right on that. And I fear sometimes when we have that discontentedness, when, we, when we're with young people, we, we don't just pass it on. We can pass it on even well worse than them uh, because they're exposed to that kind of discontentedness constantly. Uh, but yeah, and, and it can rob them when they do have joy. So often, young people can have joy sometimes by God's grace. And, uh, when we just don't have a thankful attitude, we can just utterly rob it from them. But, and now, a deposit, how do parents teach their children and youth to have a thankful faith? Well, I mean, just flipping it the other way by modeling it themselves um, is it's got to start there. You can't tell them be thankful, and you know, and then you're just going on and you know, one of those do as I say, not as I do. Um, but if you're creating a culture of thankfulness, um, you know, one thing that we've done, and and this is oh, the Lord knows, it's still a very much a work in progress. Um, but it's not uncommon for us at the dinner table to ask our kids, at least the ones that can talk well, um, you know, what's something that you're thankful for from today? And, you know, all of us go around the table and share. And I mean, we got that idea from somewhere else. Um, but just trying to, to make them stop and think. And I know sometimes my wife has done something with one of our children who, who is literate, um, to have a thankful journal. Because there was some issue there and of, of not being thankful and just thinking everything was bad. And, you know, take some time to write in this, you know, one thing or two things that you're thankful for. And then, you know, sometimes when you're thinking, you, you can go back and look and read this and see how God's been kind. And, um, I mean, I think that that's been a, a way that we have tried. Again, time will tell on the results. Yeah. But um, just trying to model it and, and force them to think about it. Um, raising good questions and um, yeah I think that a lot of asking good questions getting them to stop and and kind of zoom out from the immediate situation and what may be causing them or, or pro- promoting um, contributing to their their discontent um, and looking at more things and, and trying to raise their awareness of God's goodness in other areas that's good I, I want I really want to echo that but add to it uh, I think we especially need to model being thankful as a family, even in hard times, because it's really a lot. It's easy to uh, be thankful when you win the lotto, which you shouldn't be uh, buying lotto tickets, by the way. Yeah, nothing <laughs> up to like a billion dollars now. Something like that. Yeah, uh, I'm sure by the, uh, by the time it's done, uh, the person will probably have already gotten and probably declared bankruptcy with how lottery winners tend to go. <laughs> but uh, uh, hey, so. maybe they could like they could donate to the you know the podcast. They should, <laughs> yeah, increase their production budget. Uh, that's pretty uh, helpful. Um, the, you know, uh, it's harder to be thankful when times are hard, but I think we can teach our children and youth, uh, as parents by being thankful and by trying to stress how we can thank God, even in our prayer time together or whatever, 
uh, that even in hard times. And I really loved how the Puritans, I mean, I love the Puritans and everything, but how they model that. Uh, I mean, of the great prayer, the Valley of Vision. Uh, it, it's really an, an echoing of how much pain this person's going through. But then it thanks God that they see God more clearly in this darkness and that they know that God is with them through that. Uh, so then thanks is not just a matter of what we do when we're, when we're doing great, but we can thank God even through our suffering and trust in God through it. Uh, but another related thing to like what you talked about is some kind of your practical methodology. I have a friend, uh, Wes Winters, and give credit on the podcast if he's listening, uh, that uh, he's mentioned that he uh, will, with his children, you know, he'll ask them uh, to pray to thank God for three different things uh, as they go to bed. You know, they have a prayer time and they have to. I think it's three different things they have to thank God for. And I think that's a really great model that maybe we need to pick up sometimes uh, as our kids can so easily be become discontented as we are yeah yeah i know something that you've talked about before uh with your thankful thursdays you go on a prayer walk and to just cultivate thankfulness in your own heart um and just focus on thanking god for the you know who he is what he's done those kind of things and yeah. i think um i actually shared that with with my ch- uh, my children and so well i don't do it nearly <laughs> enough so was that? I don't do it nearly enough, though. So, but uh, no, I think, but the the principle is good. Yeah. Um, so now, how do we incorporate Thanksgiving in children's ministry? Um, that's a good question. Um, I think depending on your your setting, um, you know, you could. I, I read something other in some Facebook group. Um, you know, this teacher was complaining about having to move classrooms and um, this kind of thing and just you know openly um, having this I don't want to just resort to negativity and positivity but when you're complaining I mean you are exuding negativity yeah um, but just this discontent not trusting in the Lord and, and so things like that obviously you'd want to avoid um, but you know in the like the, the dad that you mentioned um, you know and, and when you pray with the kids um because hopefully you you are demonstrating that because when and when you pray with them uh, publicly you are teaching them how to pray and so um asking them things that they're thankful for again uh, asking those good questions trying to draw that out of their heart and um i think just just making a big deal out of it because then you're teaching them about god like you said i mean just his goodness his sovereignty that we can trust him um and so yeah i mean that's very simple but uh, nothing, I don't have anything too elaborate. Yeah, so one I'll say, and I won't elaborate too much on because we've talked about this before, uh, but I think maybe and uh, we can teach in children's ministry the acts form of prayer through when we take time to prayer and do even overtly teaching it, which has an, as adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and then supplication, which is giving your basic prayer requests. Uh, and you can listen to our podcast on that, on prayer, if you like. Uh, but uh I think using that so that, because often when we pray, we tend not to get to the Thanksgiving part. Uh, but if we don't mm-hmm. do that, we're not thankful. Uh, and I think with children, teaching that at a young age, to think of prayer as acts 
That's a really helpful thing. Another thing I think I've seen done well is I know of a children's a woman that's led in children's ministry uh, that put up a wall in uh, her classroom, children's classroom, for a while, not just Thanksgiving, for a while. And uh, she asked on like leaves, like for kids to write down things that they're thankful for. And they had to do it right in the beginning. They had to take time every class to think about what they're really thankful for. And then they saw that every week. They'd walk by and they'd look at it and they'd think about what God has done and what they're thankful for. And I thought that was a really cool, very practical way that somebody did that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Now, now teens are notorious for never complaining, correct? <laughs> I take it that's a no, right? Uh, a little different story there. Okay. Then in light of that, uh, how do we emphasize Thanksgiving with these often complaining teenagers? You know, in some of the same ways, I mean, again, they're people made in God's image. Um, and you're going to have probably more conversations with teenagers where they're complaining about something. Um, maybe then you would, you know, little kids are still, they're sort of, the wonder of things and they're just like, Oh, we got stickers. We got a balloon, we got candy. And they're all excited about it. Um, and by the time they've reached puberty, some of that's kind of getting gotten kicked out of them in life. And, um, and so I think as you have those conversations with them, um, asking them good questions, uh, about the situation, about their own heart, getting them to stare their own heart, in the face, as it were, to look at it and um, recognize what they're believing about God and, and what's going on there. Um, and I think in just encouraging them, you know, in giving of thanks, um, you know, in the songs that you may sing with them, um, that kind of stuff, um, maybe encourage them to journal. Um, some some may like that, some may not. But um, you can, I think you can push them towards that to, re- to reflect on God's goodness to them um, and, and you certainly you pray for them that God would do that in their hearts. I mean, you, you work directly with them. Uh, what do you, what do you try to do? Yeah. So one thing that we've done that can be really helpful and just, I mean, for youth that don't ministries that don't do it was we just started kind of launching a time of worship, uh, before, uh, Wednesday night lessons. And one of that goal is to just really bring their focus on God rather than on what they're getting out of it for themselves. Uh, and I think that has produced a little bit more thanks, thankfulness. I think it's produced a lot more thankfulness in those who lead it, actually, because, you know, they have to really prepare their heart and be thinking about what God is doing and thinking about praising God. Uh, but another uh, thing that can, that's, and, you know, this shows my principle often with youth. I think a lot of the approaches we need to do are ways that we need to approach adults in general. Uh, and, and I think one thing in that is when we teach, especially if you're teaching the book of the Bible and the New Testament, for example, don't slow down in the benedictions like we're prone to do. Where I, I mean, don't uh, speed up on the benedictions like we're prone to do. Instead, sometimes slow down and let, read them. Uh, read the passages at the end of almost every letter from Paul where Paul thanks uh, the Lord for uh, so-and-so or thanks the Lord for his providence in this or that way really quick before he ends the letter. I think that was intentional. And I think when we skip over it, we we skip over it because we just want action steps. We don't want to bask in thankfulness and that produces discontentment, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, we talked about this in another episode. We just, we tend towards laziness in a number of ways. 
Um, it just sin affects us in all kinds of ways. And so we can be intellectually lazy, physically lazy, spiritually lazy, and we don't want to take the time to stop. And actually, I, I preached at our church um, two, a couple weeks ago and um, talked about that a lot. So we just want here, give me five steps. What do I do? And again, Scripture calls us to action. But sometimes we need to stop and sit back and go, this is God. Amen. And this is who he is. This is what he's done. And then work out from there. Um, I mean, that, that's intended to drive us to action. But, I mean, you know, you look at some of Paul's letters in particular, and he goes on and on for chapters about what God has done for us in Christ. Like in Ephesians, mm-hmm. taught through Ephesians recently, for the first three chapters, there's one imperative and that imperative is to remember that you were dead in your sins, but that <laughs> yeah, made totally. you alive. And then he gets to, therefore, go live this way. Yeah. So he's not uninterested in how you live and being thankful, um, but you, you certainly, um, you got to have the foundation. Yep. And so, Now, how do we teach Thanksgiving when we don't feel thankful ourselves? Uh, that's That can be difficult. Um, I think that it's got to start with prayer. Um, you've got to recognize your own, the sinful, because it is a sin issue and repent of that. Um, seek the Lord's help to turn your heart, go to scripture, um, meditate on it and, and pray that God would, um, just open your eyes to see his goodness and, um, pray that he would protect you from communicating, uh, something, that's not true about him uh, to those that you're ministering to, um, whether it's your kids, your own kids or uh, young people at church. And um, yeah. And, and maybe even depending on the age of the kids, I mean, you could share, listen, I'm having trouble being thankful right now that my circumstances, my pain, whatever it is, is kind of crowding in. And so you guys want to, you know, you could pray for me, but we know that this is good. And, and I know that God is good. And so this, I'm going to, um, you know, fight for it. So uh, that's how um, I think it would be helpful ways to approach it. But um, I mean, ha- have you personally experienced that or um, what, what have you seen to be helpful? So one thing helpful for me actually is an exa- the example, an example in scripture. Uh, so one of my favorite Psalms is uh, Psalm 73, I believe it is. Uh, it's uh, as a Psalm of Asaph, who's uh, basically a worship leader for God's people. And uh, it's in a time where God's people are oppressed. And he's really discontent. He's unsatisfied. He's complaining out to God. And uh, then, and uh, he talks about what happened. And then he says he went into the house of the Lord. And uh, he that uh, he saw, basically, it seems like he saw remembrances of God's victory that he's given his people in the past. What God has done uh, that... Uh, uh, for those people in the past, and he remembered what God will do for his people in the future because of that, and what God will do to those who oppose them. Uh, and uh, he calls himself a fool because he had forgotten this. Uh, and so, you know, the key for him to having a thankful attitude to praising God was not realizing everything going on now, but remembering what God has done. And I think we need to remember what God has done sometimes in our own lives and remember what God will do, what he's promised that he will do. And it creates thanksgiving and it helps us 
to teach others Thanksgiving and show how we can press on. I think one practical way that I've actually gotten to some biblical counseling sources uh, is uh, the we can model it through uh, when sometimes when uh, even I've been going through times of just frustration and depression and disappointment, and I've got to teach people. Uh, I go, I ask myself, or or my wife graciously will ask me uh, to list five good things, which not five random good things, but you know five basically five things that I'm thankful for from God. Because I often, when I'm depressed or discontent, don't think of those, just don't think of what God's doing. And this kind of forces me to put my mind on what God has done and exalts my worldview, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's good. Now, how can families consecrate their Thanksgiving festivities to the Lord this year? I think with so many things, it's the same to to do what you're doing on purpose instead of just go, well, this is what we do, and then just go about it sort of mindlessly. And, and, and there could be a lot of preparation to do, whether it's cleaning your house or cooking food or, you know, if you've got family in the area, you're driving around different places. Um, <clears throat> but I think it's, it's stopping to consider, okay, what, how, what's the state of my heart? What's the state of my kid's heart? Um, is there something we can do together to to really express thankfulness to the Lord and try to cultivate that in their own lives? And so, um, I mean, I I think that's how it just more generally just to stop and think about what you're doing, and then really take some time to talk about it with your family, um, whether you make a Thanksgiving board or you know something like that. Just do something together. Um, to to stop and reflect on his goodness so that it's not just a day for you know stuffing yourself yes absolutely yeah i i want to say uh and most of all say just practical steps uh i think thanksgiving time of this time of thanksgiving is a really great time to spend this family time to start family worship if you haven't done it yet I know I say this a lot, but I think it's a really good time by thinking thanks and thank God for your family and start that practice. Uh, and in doing so, whether you've done it before or not, I think you can uh, that you can decide in family worship or in just private times, intentional times, to read some of the Thanksgiving Psalms together this November uh, instead of you know having just thankful uh, thankful Thursdays. Uh, say in and once maybe every no- day this November you're gonna read. A th- uh, Psalm of Thanksgiving and pray about it together. Uh, and uh, another way I think is that to, I mean, we can sing through the great Thanksgiving songs of our faith. I mean, I think of Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. Uh, sing that together on Thanksgiving. Don't just, uh, I mean, don't just watch your football, but take time to sing that great hymn or other great worship songs of Thanksgiving together as a family. Yeah, I mean, don't just watch the Detroit Lions lose. You can... They, which they, I'm sure they will. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's we actually we sang that in church this past Sunday. But um, yeah, I think that's a it's a really good idea. Last question, then, Ben. How can next generation ministries make Thanksgiving about more than special meals and turkey based crafts? Uh, we see you got to bring the pumpkin pie in to to really complete the picture. Um, <clears throat> pumpkin pie crafts and you know pumpkin pie food fight or something. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think I mean you you just you can use it as an opportunity to really uh, harp on, if you will, the goodness of God and to 
to not just focus on cutesy stuff um, or even just traditional meals, um, but to talk about God's goodness. And, and like you were saying, some of the stuff with the family, reading those Psalms or different things like that um, to to help draw their attention, lift their gaze to who God is and what he's done. And really, I mean, pray that God would open their eyes to see um, his majesty and his goodness and, and focus on the gospel. I mean, this, you know, we've talked about this. You don't just share the gospel um, at Easter time. Share it at Thanksgiving. And that's that's the thing mm-hmm. that we have to, to give the most thanks for. And so um, using it as an opportunity for that. That's really good. So I don't know that I have anything really to add to that. That was really helpful. And, uh, you know, Ben, I really am thankful for your friendship. And I'm thankful for uh, our, that how God's provision that it works out for us to do this uh, for twice a month podcasts. Uh, and I'm uh, that I'll say I'm really thankful for all the listeners uh, that listen to this. We are really blessed and thankful that you give of your time to listen to our thoughts on these things. Yes, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm very thankful for your friendship um, for I guess about a decade now. And praise um, the Lord. Yeah. And the opportunity to, to go over these things and that people find them helpful. So my prayer is that um, it helps affect churches and families um, and just, you know, bringing these issues to the front of people's minds. So eat some pumpkin pie and God bless. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Theological Family Ministry Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, please give us a review on iTunes and share the podcast with your friends on social media. All new episodes are available to listen to on Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, Spreaker, and iTunes. We hope you have a great week, and join us again every first and third Thursday.